Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. We start with the release from the South Korean military that North Korea has fired two ballistic missiles outside Japan's exclusive economic zone. Next, we have a development regarding the Kettering murders in the UK. Saju, the accused in the murder of his wife Anju Ashok and two children, has been charged with triple homicide and will appear before court on Monday. The stealth-guided missile destroyer Mormugao has been commissioned into the Indian Navy. Kerala Catholic Bishops' Council will launch an agitation against the state government from Monday to protest the survey to demarcate buffer zones around wildlife sanctuaries. India take 1-0 series lead over Bangladesh with a comprehensive win in first test. Let's get into the details. North Korea on Sunday test-fired a pair of nuclear-capable ballistic missiles within striking danger of Japan in what is being seen as a possible protest of Tokyo's adoption of a new security strategy to push for more offensive footing against North Korea and China. The launches come two days after the North claimed to have performed a key test needed to build a more mobile, powerful intercontinental ballistic missile designed to strike the US mainland. The two missiles travelled from the country's northwest Tongchangri area about 500 km at a maximum altitude of 550 km before landing in the waters between the Korean Peninsula and Japan, according to the South Korean and Japanese governments. South Korea's military said both missiles were launched at a steep angle, suggesting the weapon could have travelled farther if fired at a standard trajectory. North Korea usually tests medium and longer-range missiles at a high angle to avoid neighbouring countries though it fired an intermediate-range missile over Japan in October, forcing Tokyo to issue evacuation alerts and halt trains. In an emergency meeting, top South Korean security officials deplored North Korea's continued provocations that they said came despite the plight of its citizens mourning in hunger and cold due to a serious food shortage. They said South Korea will boost trilateral security cooperation with the US and Japan, according to South Korea's presidential office. Sunday's launch is the North's first public weapons test since it launched last month its developmental, longest-range, liquid-fueled Hwasong-17 intercontinental ballistic missile capable of reaching the entire U.S. homeland. Earlier this year, North Korea test-launched a variety of other missiles at a record pace. North Korea has defended its weapons testing as self-defense measures to cope with the expanded U.S.-South Korea military drills that it views as an invasion rehearsal. But some experts say North Korea likely used its rivals' military training as an excuse to enlarge its arsenal and increase leverage in future negotiations with the US to win sanctions relief and other concessions. The male suspect being questioned by the UK police in connection with the murder of an Indian nurse and her two children has been charged with three counts of murder and will appear in court on Monday. 52-year-old Saju, who is also the husband of the deceased nurse Anju Ashok, was charged by the Northamptonshire Police on Saturday night with the murder of the 35-year-old nurse and their 6- and 4-year-old children Jeeva and Janvi. The police also confirmed the cause of death for all three victims as asphyxiation. Saju was arrested by the Northamptonshire Police when they were called to his address in Kettering on Thursday morning and Anju, Jeeva and Janvi were found in serious injuries. Despite the best efforts of paramedics, police officers and hospital staff, all three sadly died a short time later, the police said. Anju, originally from Waikim and Kotem, had been employed at the local hospital in Kettering since last year. She worked as a nurse in the orthopedic department of Kettering General Hospital. Tributes have continued to pour in for the deceased with flowers and notes left near the family's home in Kettering. 
The stealth-guided missile destroyer Marmugao, the second of the four Vishakhapatnam-class destroyers, was commissioned into the Indian Navy on Sunday. Speaking at the commissioning ceremony in Mumbai, Defence Minister Rajnath Singh said INS Marmugao is evidence of India's excellence in warship design and development. The aim is to make India an indigenous shipbuilding hub, the minister said. Singh described INS Marmugao as one of the most powerful indigenously built warships which will significantly enhance the country's maritime capabilities and secure national interests. Singh further said safeguarding India's interests in the Indian Ocean region is the Navy's prime responsibility and that the country's growing economy is directly connected to the increasing trade, most of which is through sea routes. The Kerala Catholic Bishops' Council will launch a stir against the state government on Monday in connection with the issue of buffer zones around wildlife sanctuaries. The strike will be inaugurated on Monday at Kurichunda in Kodikot by Tamarishedi Bishop Mar Remigios. The bishop will also take part in a protest by local farmers' organizations in Tamarishedi on Sunday. The council came out strongly on Saturday against the expert committee report on buffer zones and said that urgent intervention by the state government was required to address the concerns of the public. It suggested in a statement that the areas of protected forests or wildlife sanctuaries be decreased by one kilometer to address the fears of the public, including farmers and business owners living and working around forest regions. The Tamarishiri bishop alleged there was a conspiracy behind the recently released faulty satellite images of the buffer zones and the delay in releasing the survey report. Demanding the withdrawal of the latest maps, the bishop said three or four ministers should study the issue and conduct a social impact study of demarcating buffer zones. Meanwhile, Forest Minister A.K. Shashindran on Sunday said the state government would not submit the recent aerial survey report to the Supreme Court as there could be some errors in it. He further said the aerial survey was carried out in order to show the Apex Court that its directions for a comprehensive survey of forest areas was followed by the state. He also said his department would tap the revenue department before finalizing the new report. India took a 1-0 lead in their two-test series against Bangladesh after securing a comprehensive victory in the first test in Chittagong on Sunday, beating the host by 188 runs. Chasing a target of 513, Bangladesh were bowled out for 324 in the morning session of Day 5 as Atsur Patel picked four wickets in the second innings while Kuldeep Yadav took three. Opener Zakir Hassan was the top scorer for the host having struck a century on his test debut on Day 4 while captain Shakib Al-Hassan provided late entertainment to the home crowd with his 84-run display, which featured six fours and six sixes. The victory came as a confidence boost to India, who lost the one-day international series 2-1 against the same opponents days before the opening test. That brings us to the end of this episode. Follow onmanorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Toast.